0: Hello, hello, and welcome to More Than Money, a show that explores the psychology, emotions, and math of money so you can make better, smarter choices regardless of where you are on the income and wealth spectrums. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons. Over the last few weeks, we've been talking about the intersection of money and time. And more specifically, what makes this time of year tricky when it comes to that intersection? You know, because it's the trifecta. The trifecta of rounding out the year at the same time that you are preparing for the holidays, at the same time that you are planning for the new year. This is when all of those things converge. You may recall that in episode 28, we talked about how this time of year can actually put pressure on your finances, on your time, and on your emotions, and I offered up some suggestions on how to get ahead of the stresses. In episode 29, we talked about using the family gatherings that occur during this time of year as the perfect opportunity to have those all-important family conversations about money. And how if it's the case that your family avoids doing this during this time of year, I offered up some suggestions on how to get around that because not wanting to do that doesn't make the need for it disappear. And then in episode 30, we talked about boundaries, especially financial boundaries and how they can get especially tested when this trifecta converges. And I shared in that episode how your financial boundaries or lack thereof can illuminate how you relate to money and how you relate to yourself and others in the context of money. On today's episode, I want to wrap up this series and talk about making the choice to make time for your money. That will become clearer in just a moment and clear in terms of why I want us to uh, have that conversation and use that as a way of wrapping up this series. I am recording this on the heels of an awesome speaking engagement in Sonoma, California. I was there presenting my signature workshop, Financial Success Doesn't Start in Your Wallet, and I conducted 16, yes, 16 one-on-one financial coaching sessions. And this was all a part of a retreat that was hosted by one of my law firm clients. Yes, it was intense, but it was absolutely amazing. It was so awesome. And this episode was kind of, kind of sparked by a theme that I kept hearing during these one-on-one sessions. So during these one-on-one sessions, there was an unsurprising theme and the theme really emerged out of a simple statement that I kept hearing over and over. And that is, I don't have time. Here's the deal. I hear this frequently when it comes to money and not just from high achieving attorneys. In fact, Maybe this is something that you have said, whether that was in the past or maybe as recently as today. (laughs) But here's the thing from where I sit every time I hear this statement, my first thought is, hmm, that's not really what's going on. You're using time as an excuse. And it is indeed a rather convenient one because, you know, we are indeed busy, But thankfully, I have enough grace and professional experience to never actually point this out in that moment, because that would be like rubbing salt in a wound. Plus, no one wants to be reminded of the obvious when A, they are least open to hearing it, and B, they are feeling a a little bit vulnerable. So instead, I take a more subtle, and it is my hope that it's more helpful, approach. I do and I did during the retreat ask a ton of questions, questions that are designed to help the person and maybe as you're listening may help you change your attitude about time, about money, and about the relationship between the two. Because the thing about money that you don't have time to do, well, that isn't going to fix itself. So if you don't have time to address the uncertainty, that's just not going to go away on its own. If you don't have time to really understand and and, and address what's causing you to feel frustrated and stressed, that's not going to dissipate on its own. If you don't have time to figure out why is it year after year you fall a little short of your goals, how are you going to figure out how to meet them? You got to make, you have to like spend some time investigating what's the issue and then put in some more effort to rectify that. And if, what are the, what about your challenges? Like your challenges, they are not going to, as I like to call it, auto-magically get solved. Money demands that you take charge and that you pay attention. It's kind of funny that way. And that way it mimics all of the other really important and significant relationships in your life. They demand your attention. They demand your focus, maybe not 24 hours a day, but they do indeed demand that you quote unquote feed them. And so several times during the retreat, I heard I don't have time. And more specifically, one person, and this really stuck with me, said, look, I work really long hours. When I come home and I have a free moment, I just want to binge Netflix. The last thing I want to do is think about my money. Maybe you can relate to that. If so, here's what you may be overlooking and here's what that person was overlooking. Whenever you say that you don't have time, 90% of the time, time isn't the real issue. Something else is going on. And as with a lot of things regarding my work, questions are how I help people get to what is really going on. And the purpose of these questions is to unmask what is really behind that tendency to not make time for money. Beyond, of course, earning it and paying bills. So for the next time, that you catch yourself or someone that you know saying, I don't have time to focus on my money, you can use two key questions to dig deeper and uncover what is the real issue at hand? What's really going on? So here's the first question. What areas of money are causing you the most stress? Is it earning money? Is it saving money? Is it spending it? Is it managing debt? Is it investing money? Is it money with your boo? Or is it something else? And if we were speaking actually face-to-face or over the phone, your answers would trigger some additional tailored follow-up questions. But since this is not the medium for that, let me give you a second question to ask yourself. So if the first one is, what areas of money are causing you stress? The second is what is your biggest challenge when it comes to accomplishing your money goals? And here's the thing, often the answer to the second question about challenges is connected to the answer to the first question about stress and embedded in all of that is likely the culprit for all of the things that you don't do, but need to do. So let me give you an example, because I know that that might actually come across as being a little abstract. So one person at the retreat, and this is one of the people that said, you know, that they don't have time for their money. um, What she noted was that management anxiety are her biggest challenges. And she mentioned all but one of the areas as the options that I went through in terms of causes of stress. She listed all but one of them as her causes for stress and so you put all of that together and here's how that is manifesting in her life she doesn't know where her money is going she overspends but not in the paycheck to paycheck kind of way more in the compulsive non-mindful kind of way more in the I worked into midnight I'm going to treat myself more in the oh god it's another weekend that I've worked I want to treat myself more in that kind of a way She doesn't pay attention to to how her money is invested. She can't see the bigger picture to assess if the decisions she's making today are really savvy decisions because she can't even see full ahead until a a month from now. And she's running on autopilot and financial fumes. Again, not because there isn't enough money, but because she doesn't, she's not capitalizing on the data that she actually has access to to help her make better decisions. And this is not to put her on blast. And, and, and if I've described you in some way, it's not to put you on blast either. But it is to tap you on your shoulder to invite you to think about, is time really the issue? Is that truly the problem? And more than likely, it is not. And as you heard me describe you know how this is all manifesting in her life, what was your bodily reaction? Did your body tense up? Did you notice a change in your breathing pattern? And is that because you could really relate, like as I was describing it, you're like, oh my God, that's me? Or is it because you were experiencing the equivalent to the social mirroring effect of yawning? You know how if you yawn, someone else will yawn or vice versa? But here's why I am really harping on this. And, 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 and it is why I say that time isn't the real issue. And it's the same as you know the reason that you constantly hear me say you don't manage money. It's about choices. However, having a choice is not the same as making a choice. And this is a distinction that is worth noting. Because the thing about making a choice is that it can be simultaneously frustrating and liberating. It can be frustrating because you might not like the choice that you have to make. And the liberating part is simply the fact that you have the free will to make it. But that doesn't always mean you're going to like it. And you know what? Let me just put this caveat out there before I move on. We all have seasons where our time is not really our own. And it can be due for a variety of reasons. It could be due to a pressing project or a client-oriented deadline. So where, yeah, maybe you are working until eleven o'clock midnight uh, for you know days and weeks at a time, or it could be other you know maybe personal responsibilities that are just consuming all of your energy and attention. It could be due to health challenges, either of your own or uh, or of a loved one. So I am not in any way being tone deaf or insensitive to the realities of life. What I am saying, though, is that pay attention to this for all the other times. <laughs> That's when this will really come in handy, for all those other times that are not those um, hopeful, hopefully, you know, uh, on occasion scenarios. But just as I hoped, you know, with the folks that I had these one on one sessions with and where time became an issue, just as I hoped to have instilled hope for them, um, I wanna let you know that there's also hope for you or for the friend that you may be listening on behalf of. And that hope starts with making a choice, a choice that says that you are prioritizing yourself. And the whole you, which means your financial life. It's great that you pay your bills on time, but that is a task and only a piece, albeit an important one, of your complete financial puzzle. And here's the thing. When you say, I don't have time for my money, what you're really saying is you don't have time for yourself yeah, you might do that from time to time, but you make that a habit that you never correct and you're going down a really unhealthy path. So the key choice, the first key choice to make is to make a commitment to prioritize yourself. And that then opens the door to another key choice. And that is changing your attitude, changing your mindset about time. You are not going to get more than 24 hours a day because we each have 24 hours a day. There's nothing we can do to lengthen that. So it would actually be more helpful to not wait until you have more time, but instead create the time that you need. And doing this involves making several other choices, like determining how much time will you commit to focusing on your money? Is it going to be 15 minutes a week? 30 minutes every two weeks, 60 minutes a month, or another increment altogether that works better for you. And then once you've determined whatever that timeline will be, then you've got to actually schedule it and put it on your calendar so that you will remember to do it. And that I know that that just sounds so simple, right? Select a, a length of time and put it on your calendar. But what makes those two questions that I kicked off with What are the areas of money that are causing you stress? And what's your biggest challenge when it comes to achieving your um, goals? And then you add that on to, you know, are you setting aside time? And do you have that on your calendar? What makes those two simple choices along with those two, quote unquote, simple questions oh so powerful is that A, they help you to figure out what it is you need to focus on, and then they help you to accomplish more in the time that you have. So meaning, you will actually get more done if you say, every week, I'm gonna spend 15 minutes on my money, than if you say, when I have time, I'm going to do something. So that's one of the things, right? It's gonna help you to accomplish more in the time that you have, in the time that you have created. And then on the money front, It's going to help you to be more engaged with your money. And as a result of that, you will be more mindful about what you are and as well are not doing with your money. Where are you being intentional? Where are you not being intentional? Where are you being passive? Where are you being strategic? I've alluded to this already, but let me just remind you, the unsettling truth is this. When you say that you don't have time to focus on your money, be it in your words or in your actions, what you are really saying is that you aren't important. Ouch. Can you imagine that not taking the time 15 minutes a week letting that build up over time is that being like a ping pong or a mirror that says, hey, you're not important because you didn't make the time to do this. That sucks. So we don't want you to do that. We want you to make the choice to make the time for your money because when you do that, what you are doing is you are taking charge of money's role in your life. And why is that important? Well, then you don't fall down the path of avoiding, you know, making key decisions or doing key tasks. And yes, you might automate for the purposes of convenience, but you don't do it because you lack knowledge or awareness or interest. You make sure to apply the same focus and dedication to money as you do to the other areas of your life. I bet if, you know, work requires you to do something, you make the time to do that. I bet if, you know, something is important to a, a loved one in your life, a dear friend in your life, you make time to do that. Same philosophy and approach should apply to money. When you make the choice to make time for your money, it's also going to help you embrace being proactive and strategic as opposed to just passively help, you know, hoping that things will just, again, magically fix themselves. Making the choice, to make time for your money is as much about the dollars and cents as it is about your well-being. It's about taking care of yourself from all sides, the financial, the emotional, and the personal. And when I say that, when you make that statement of, I don't have time, that there's something else other than time at play here, 99% of the time, 99% what I'm trying to say is 99.9% of the time, it's emotional, and you can't um, you can't tap into that without investing the time to explore that. Making the choice to make time for your money reminds me of the British adage: "Preparation prevents piss poor performance." I'll leave you with that as something to noodle on as you round out the year and get ready for the one ahead. Preparation prevents piss poor performance. In other words, make time to focus on your money. Well, that is it for today's episode. I thank you so very much for tuning in and listening all the way into the end. And if you catch yourself saying you don't have time to focus on your money, but you would like to, you'd like to be less reactive and more proactive, well then let's chat. We can explore how I might be able to help you. We'll look at your emotions, your values, your personal strengths, and we will create a system that will help you to take charge and to pay attention to your money in a way that best serves you and your life. You can schedule a free discovery call by going to jacquetttimmons.com forward slash beyond. Again, jacquetimmons.com forward slash beyond. Once more, thank you so much for listening. I know you have many options when it comes to podcasts, and I appreciate you including this as one of them. And if you celebrate, happy Thanksgiving, be safe, have fun, and oh yeah, one more reminder, take the lead and get those conversations about money going with your family you know, I couldn't resist trying to get that in one more time. All right, I'm going to get out of here. If you aren't already a subscriber, you can do so on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And while you are there, please take a moment and leave a rating and a review. And if we're not already connected on social media, let's get connected. The best channels are Twitter and Instagram. Just put my name, Jacquette Timmons, in the search bar and my respective handles will come up. Until next time, remember. It is about more than money.